Whether it's her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct has everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Browns are back on the practice field again on Thursday as preparation for the Titans starts to ramp up. With practice ramping up, that means it's a loaded day at the podium. Before the team practiced, the players spoke in the locker room, and wide receiver Amari Cooper was the first one to go. He talked about how confident he is this offense is going to find success and how excited he is to see Kareem Hunt back in the building. I know we talked about it last year when we were through the home muscle, but why is it so important for you to be out there every just like playing. Uh, you know, I just uh, love the feeling of running routes, being able to catch the ball, help my team win. Amari, does the identity of this team still stay with the run to some degree, even though Nick will be out? Um, I never looked at it that way. You know, we uh, preach balance in the offense. So obviously, we want to run the ball well, but we also want to pass the ball well. And uh, I think that changes. What do you think has to be done to get the offense working more smoothly than it has the first two games? I mean, you know, at the end of the day, it comes down to execution, execution of the plays. No matter what play we call, we just have to go out there and, and play our brand of football. Um, we believe that, you know, when we, when we are playing up to our standard, that, you know, it's not a team that we can go up against who can really match us. Well, then why do you think that hasn't happened the first two games? Uh, like I said, it comes down to the execution of the plays. Um, you know, any play that um, is seen as a, a negative play just simply means that we didn't execute it. When you lose a guy like Nick, do you feel like that adds more pressure or responsibility to everyone else to kind of pick up the slack that you, you're missing? Of course. You know, like I said before, you know, I view Nick as our best player. You know, so you know, obviously things change. Um, we definitely have to pick up the slack. Uh, Nick carried a lot of the, the load. He made it really easy for a lot of us. So, yeah. What, what gives you the confidence? I mean, we see Deshaun practice every day and look really good at practice, and you guys had a nice summer. Uh, what gives you the confidence that you know he's going to pick his game up and this is going to look better? Yeah, I mean, well, we all need to pick our game up. You know, uh, from my standpoint at wide receiver, I just view it like, you know, the more open I can get, the easier to be for the show. You know, um, I like to put the pressure on myself that way. What's, the time, what's Tennessee do defensively? Say what's Tennessee do defensively that, that you know, is, is going to create a present a challenge? Yeah, I mean, they have a, a, a good defense. Um, they really have, they're really good up front, the defensive line. Uh, they don't really blitz a lot. They depend on their defensive line to apply that pressure. Uh, we just have to stay on time uh, in the passing game, and we'll be all right. You've been through long seasons before. You, you know, you've been around a lot. I mean, just what can you say to maybe like fans or anybody who's you know sort of a little bit down about the way that game went, and you know about what the future holds for you guys as a football team? It seems like all your goals and dreams are still right there. Yeah, I mean, it's all about perspective, really. 
um, at the end of the day, we're one and one. Um, what's funny is if we would have lost the first game and won this game, we would have still been one and one, and the perspective would have been totally different. You know, everybody would have been much more cheerful, I would say. So it's just all about perspective. How do you feel about coming back to Cleveland Brown Stadium? Uh, you know, it felt so good for you guys to you know, get the crowd all fired up, and here you are back on the lakefront. Actually, for your next three games, I think it is. Um, so, what's that like to come back and be able to try to do this again yeah. for your fans? Uh, it's it's always seems like it's much more pleasant to play at home. It's just more comfortable, I would say. Uh, the crowd is actually for you instead of against you. So, from that standpoint, um, it's just much more comfortable. Easier, it's easier to play that way. I would say. How do you think Deshaun's handling? Just maybe the rocky start. Uh, yeah, I, I, I mean, at the end of the day, I mean, you know, you just try to go out there and play your best uh, brand of football. Um, like I said before, uh, I'm just more so concerned about making it easier for for Deshaun. Uh, and so, and every time we text and communicate, that that's what I tell him. So as long as I do my job and we we do our job. Um, as receivers, running backs, whatever, pass catchers, it'll be much more easier for them. You were on, on, the, <coughs> on the injury report for not only your groin, but the shoulder injury. Is that something? Ding the the nicks and bruises, part of the game. Um, I, I don't go into a game expecting to be healthy, so it is what it is. It's not abnormal for two games to have your name on the injury report both weeks? It's not abnormal? Yeah. No. Amari, you mentioned perspective before, and you know injuries are always a part of this, but when a player of Nick's caliber and stature goes down, does that does that bring even more perspective to the to the idea that every play could be your last any play could be your last? Yeah, I mean that's something that's that's well known. I mean, football is a, a dangerous game. I mean guys are literally getting paid to hit you. So yeah. The, the safety for Tennessee, Kevin Byer is center fielder and ball hawk. Uh, do you have any experience with him in games before? Yeah, of course. You know, I've played against him before. Kind of reminds me of an older version of Minka, who we played in week one, uh, uh, last week. Um, so it's not nothing that we haven't seen before. I mean, he's a ball hog. He's a really good player. You just got to be able to identify him and um, go from there. Amara, you've noted how you know sort of tragic it was to lose Nick. Um, but what I remember of Kareem over the last four years watching him making Nick laugh on the sidelines, bringing energy, you know, to, to practices and different things like that. Um, what do you think he'll bring, you know, in, just in terms of a morale boost for you guys in the aftermath of Nick's loss? Yeah, I mean, if, if the thing about Kareem, he's a very uh, energetic player. Um, one thing that I've noticed about him, I've only played with him a year. But he's always prepared to play on Sunday. He's always ready to play. He's he's always making big plays. Uh, he's very durable. Um, he's very dynamic. You can use him in the passing game, um, the running game, and he's a really good pass blocker as well. So he, he does he does a lot of things well. Cornerback Denzel Ward was next, and he talked about how the team plans to slow down wide receiver DeAndre Hopkins and the pride the defense has in playing so well. Denzel, no, neither the Bengals nor the Steelers have had an offensive play inside your 30. So how much pride do you take in 
the way you guys are starting off this season? Yeah, I think we're taking a lot of pride in it. Um, we want to be the best. We want to be a top five defense, and uh, we want to do anything that we can to help this team win. So uh, I think we're on the right track and uh, headed in the right direction, but uh, we still got a long ways to go, though. Just because it was unusual, two games, the touchdown, the seven, how did that happen? Yeah. Yeah. We we just left left them open in the middle. Uh, we just gotta all work together, all get to our drops, all uh, key in on where the ball's being thrown, and and rally to it and find a way to get the ball down. Uh, you never shied away from contact. So what does it take to bring down Derrick Henry? Uh, yeah. We just got a gang tackle. He, he's a big guy, good physical uh, runner, uh, great back for their team, and uh, it's gonna take all of us. So we all just gotta rally to the ball and. Uh, Get them down. What's up with their passing game along with like Burks and the other guys they have never seen? Yeah, we already know Hopkins is a dominant receiver, top guy in the league. Uh, he's going to bring another challenge on the outside, uh, opposite of, of Henry in the run game. So uh, we're going to have our work ahead of us. With Hopkins, is it his physicality? Yeah, physicality, uh, got great hands, uh, good route runner. and. Um, yeah, he's a competitive player. Going to go out there, compete, and uh, I think we're going to be good. Go up, uh, be good for the matchup, though. Hey, Denzel, uh, what did you think of Minka's yeah. hit? hit I'm sorry, on, uh, on Nick. Do you think that was an okay hit? And, and is it unavoidable sometimes for those type of things to happen? Or what were your thoughts on that? Yeah, honestly, I didn't see the hit. I didn't see the hit. I had uh, looked up. I seen that Chubb was down on the play. But uh, y'all didn't look at the replay or look at the hit. I just seen that uh, our guy was was hurting down and was just praying and wishing the best for uh, Chubb.
Tannehill. Oh, here he comes. Tannehill, he's able to control the game. They got a good run, run game. I think it's going to go through Henry, but uh, able to make all the passes on the field and uh, get his playmakers the ball. So, like I said, it's going to be a good challenge for us. I think real cool. Another DB was next, and that was safety Grant Delpit. He talked about the loss of Nick Chubb and what challenges Titans quarterback Ryan Tannehill brings for this defense. Why is this team so good on third down defensively? What, have you, what, what has been kind of the secret to your guys' success? Uh, pass rush. <laughs> pass rush. You know, teams have to chip our ends a lot, and that gives us an opportunity to be tighter in coverage in the back end. Uh, so they help us out a lot in the D-line. <laughs> My bad. Fuck. Let's talk about Nick Chubb, man. Talk about a dude that, you know, come to work every day, you know, put his hard hat on, go to work. Um, you know, he, he's, the, he's the model of Cleveland Brown, man. And, you know, heart goes out to him and his family. You know, it's his second time having a crazy injury like that. Um, so, you know, he's a model teammate. And best back in the league for I don't know how many years now. Um, but, you know, he, he's one of the hardest workers I know. And he's the most humble guy ever. So, you know, he'll be back. And, Revenge is next year, I'm sure. So, shout out to Chubb, man. Uh, you know, the team is with you. But, one more time, man. Sorry. I had to get that out. Back to that interception, what did you see on them? Like, because it seemed like you were all over. Yeah. Um, he was kind of standing at his receiver, just got a good jump on the ball. Was able to secure it, man. Wish I stayed on my feet, get a touchdown, but, you know, put the offense in good, good field position. So, it was a good, good play. What do you see when you look at that, uh, besides Derrick Henry, what do you see when you look at that Tennessee? Yeah, uh, you know, they want to run the ball. It's, a, it's, it's kind of an offense similar to ours. Um, they rely on their run game a lot. Um, you know, they have a you know, top three back in the league. Derrick Henry's a monster. Um, they got two good receivers outside. Um, a tight end that, that, that's good. Second year coming up, he's going to be a good pro. And you know, they have a good defense, so it's going to be a challenge for us. We've got to stop the run and make them one dimension. Um, he's a vet, man. He's been around the league for a while. He's seen it all. Um, he's, been, he's been around the league for a, lot, for a while. He's a good quarterback, man. Um, experience. He has weapons, um, and he knows that offense. He knows how to use his, his players and his back. So, you know. It's going to be a good challenge for you. Yeah, yeah, of course. You know, like I said, we want to be the best in the world, man. The best in the league um, on defense. And, of course, that means individually. Everybody's on the same accord. So, plays like that are amazing. You know, Ward coming up, make a play on them. I've got to pick it up. I can't fumble, though. But, um, and that was a good play for us. Keep making those plays, you're going to win some games. What do you think of Minkus hit? Do you think that was an okay little hit? Yeah, you know, um, it's football, man. You know, I can't say what I would have did in that moment. Uh, I'm sure he didn't. He didn't mean any harm to do any harm to Nick or any, you know, anything like that. It was just, a, you know, crazy football play, to be honest. Um, so, you know, plays can go a thousand ways every, every play. You know, you never know. But, um, you know, it's just tough playing the sport sometimes. Yeah, do you uh, think the defense can 
can carry the load until the offense gets things going? Uh, yeah, you know, we're going to focus on what we need to do. Every week, we have a standard up hold, man. I don't play that side of the ball. I have, I have full confidence in them guys, though, you know. Sometimes games don't go your way. But you know, we're going to keep doing what we're doing, and we can't let up any slack. Another one on Tannehill, a veteran quarterback. Like, is it difficult to to fool him or put disguises or whatever? Uh, maybe, but we do what we do. You know, we're not um, we're not too worried about what they do. You know, we're gonna focus on what we do, our strengths, what we're good at disguising, what, we, what we're good at doing. So um, I don't think it should be a problem for us in that aspect because we're gonna do what we do. You know, a tough play for the defense with touchdown. Yeah. 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 Uh, nah, it was just, you know, the coverage we were playing, and it was a good play against the coverage. Um, we got to be tight in our assignment um, and really more sound, really, with that. But, you know, they were just better than us on that play. So. We didn't know team and tackles this year got off to a really hot start, kind of continuing on from last year. Uh, is this a year for you to put the league on notice that you're one of the best teams? I've been saying it all off-season, man. You know, I'm trying to be the best in the, in the league. And like I said, individually for me, of course, that means that. Um, I, you know, we can't let up, though. You know, we're in a good spot right now on defense. We, lose, we lost a game, though, you know? So, it don't matter how well we think we plan, we can always play better. You know what I mean? We love that one play, it was a 70-some yard touchdown. Not a QB throwing for 200-some yards, you know what I mean? So, uh, we got to tighten stuff like that up, but I think we're on the right track. You trying to tackle this last one? When you're tackling a guy like Derrick Henry, do you have to almost, I mean, how difficult is that to, you know, because, you know, obviously we tackle him, I mean, you have to almost hit him just just right to, to bring him down? Yeah, I mean, I, I think going up against Najee last week helped us because, you know, obviously they're physically alike, but they kind of run in a similar way. Um, they're kind of high runners, like stiff arms, um, stuff like that, but, you know, you... you <laughs> You better bring your uh, bring some thump with your tackle Derrick Henry. QB1 Deshaun Watson spoke next. He talked about the standard that he continues to hold himself to and how he expects Jerome Ford to fill in for the injured Nick Chubb. Deshaun, you were kind of a teammate with Mike Rainbow and played him five times. What do you think of what he runs there? Because of a challenge. Yeah, I mean, he's going to have a, a tough, disciplined, physical uh, defense that's going to try to, you know, make you earn everything. It's going to, uh, you know, disguise and do things that is kind of out of the ordinary. It's going to make you think on the run, and uh, he's just going to make, he's going to he's gonna test you, you know, throughout the whole game. So, uh, you know, the time, you know, I played with him, uh, you know, he was a coach at the time, uh, my first year in Houston. It was awesome to, you know, be able to learn and see what he did and then plan against him. While he was at Tennessee when I was in Houston, it was uh, actually, you know, some good battles. So uh, it'd be fun to, you know, go against his defense again. Hey, Deshaun, you said after the game that you got to play better. I know you wanted some passes back or whatever. What have you identified as maybe the, the biggest issue for you? Uh, for myself, it's just being on the same page with everybody else. And that's just going with the, you know, protection-wise to the coverage-wise to what, you know, we're thinking about with Kevin, if it's going to be a four-down uh, situation, if it's a third-down situation, if I need to take the shots, if I don't need to take the shots, uh, you know, and, and things like that. So just being able to just continue to grow and learn um, and, 
and that's the biggest thing for me. And that's the, the part of this game. It's the NFL. Every every week is different. Every week is a new challenge. And uh, you have to continue to grow and, and continue to get better. As you've gone on in your career, have you gotten better at putting those games behind you, or do you really do you try to process them all during the week as you're getting ready for the next one? No, always. Once that, that next day is up, after the 24 hours, that rule, after the off day, I think it's Tuesdays, and then it's on to the next opponent. You know, we can't we can't dwell and focus on that, especially early on in the season. And uh, it's a long it's a long year, 15 more games to go, and uh, you just take the you know the bullets that come with it, and uh, you grow from it, and you just move forward. Why is getting on the same page such an issue? Well, what? Getting on the same page such an issue. Well, you got to think we had some injuries, so you know we had a rookie tackle that came in, so we got to change up a little bit of the protection wise. Um, Nick went out early on, so. You know, some young running backs that got to come in protection-wise. Um, and then some of the receivers, you know, Coop, you know, he was a guy that came on, came along during camp. He didn't get too much, too many reps. Elijah is new to the system uh, with live bullets, so we didn't get too many live bullets in, in real games. You can't sit here and say, you know, practice is going to be exactly the games. It's, it's two different speeds and two different uh, things that's, you know, adjustable. Um, practice is usually this is what we're working on, this is what we're trying to get better. But in the game, you got to be able to adjust on the fly. So. You know, all those things match up together, but, you know, we're coming along, and, um, you know, sooner or later it's going to click. Mechanically, how, how do you think you're playing mechanically? Um, from what me and Kevin and AVP have been talking about, it's been pretty solid. Uh, from what the grades that really matter is from what the coaches and what they want me to do in the system, and uh, that's what I've been doing. So, so your feet, footwork and everything is, is what you want it to be? Uh, yeah, it's what I want it to be. It's what... Kevin and AVP wanted me to do, and um, like I said, it's it's not always perfect, but you know from what they uh, see it on the film game tape and what they you know their notes and their grades from what happened the first two games, it's been you know pretty good. Are you usually able to block out the noise outside and all the stuff going on on social media and all the criticism uh, that you're taking, or do you get yourself sort of sometimes involved in that? Does, and if so, does it impact you in any way? No, man, it doesn't impact me. I don't. I don't get into any of the social media stuff. So, you know, my main job is here to play football and and to be the best teammate and do what I can do to help the team win. Deshaun and the. Yeah, I was just gonna say. So, are you kind of oblivious to, you know, just some of the criticism out there that's kind of swirling? I mean, I see it. I hear it. I, I mean, it's it's impossible not to see it unless I just turn off my phone completely or turn off the TV completely. But. You know, it comes with the territory. It comes with the the status and the standard that people hold me against, uh, hold me to. So, you know, I don't I don't look at it as anything bad. I don't look at it as anything personal. You know, it's part of the game. It's part of my level, and it's part of, you know, I look at it as hey, people hold me to the standard. So I have to, you know, make sure I play to that standard. And if I'm not, then I have to continue to find ways to get better. So, it, you know, I, I don't take it personal. I don't get in my feelings about it. It's just you know, continue to just keep growing and keep learning. And, uh, keep working each and every day. During uh, the broadcast of the game, they showed you in pregame sitting on the bench next to a, a person they identified as a visualization coach. Can you explain what's going on there? Uh, yeah, me and Doc, um, am I allowed to say his name? <laughs> yeah. yeah, Dr. Pandia. Uh, yeah, we've been talking since I got traded here last year. You know, he's a visualization uh, Visual coach, a player coach, um, you know, a therapist for just the mind, the mental uh, state of just not just the game, but life in general, just being able to try to focus, narrow your focus as much as possible. So we've been working and, and trying different things to make sure that I'm staying locked in on, you know, blocking out 
you know, the good, the bad, just staying focused on my tasks and my job. And, um, you know, it's been helping, and he's been a great help for not just me, but everyone in this organization in this locker room. So it's uh, he's been good to be able to have that. I've never had that before. So uh, I'm still learning and, and growing from him. Is that a pre-game ritual now for you? Uh, I mean, we, this is our second time, second or third time actually doing it. So, you know, we're seeing how it goes and, and seeing how it flows, and uh, we're taking our time. You know, there's things that we got to adjust to, but um, it's definitely something that, you know, if, if it's going to help me, I definitely want to continue doing it. Deshaun, your completion percentage in Houston is so high, and it hasn't been, you know, on your eight starts. Why do you think that is? Uh, well, actually, it was going back at it, you know, early on in the seasons, if you look at 19 and 20, in 18, it wasn't as high toward, until, yeah, early on. The first two or three games, it was definitely low. We still finding our rhythm. And then that's where we picked it up, especially in 20. Uh, 18, we started 0-4, 1-10 straight. 19, I think we went 1-1. Week one, I think it was uh, New Orleans. That was a decent game. One that, uh, We lost that one with the Jacksonville. It wasn't a good game, and then that's when it kind of started rolling. And then 20 was very similar. I think we started 0-4 also. Uh, and then we start picking up things like that too. But um, yeah, I mean, it's just getting comfortable with this system. Um, it's a different, totally different system. Just finding ways to, you know, get back on track when things are not going our way. Uh, you know, learning Kevin, okay, this is what we're going to do. We're going to run the ball. We're going to be quick game. Are we going to get an empty? Are we going to do a little bit, you know, zone read, keepers? Uh, what are we going to do to get back on track um, and things like that? So, you know, just being able to do that. You know, the other night, you know, the first play was, you know, tip ball and, pick six and then I think the next five plays were completions you know and then it just kind of trickled there and then it was like a little low in the middle of the game where we kind of went I think six straight or something like that with incompletions they did a good job on defense of covering the spots and then we picked back up those completions so um, yeah it's just it, it's part of the game and you just pick up the pieces and you watch the tape and see which ways where you can keep getting those completions but that's pretty much pretty much it. Deshaun, you only played like five series in the preseason. How much when you talk about you know the early struggles, completion, getting on the same page? How much you know is it that you know you guys don't have a lot of reps at game speed that you know you're, you're getting adjusted to? Uh, I, I mean, I can sit here and say that it's a lot, but I'm not going to sit up here and tell you guys that's that's the reason why. You know, it's just. You know, part of the game and how the game flows. So I'm not, I'm not going to use preseason as an excuse to sit up here and say that yeah, we got to continue to find our rhythm and things like that. I'm, I'm not going to make no excuses for myself or anybody. Um, you know, we got to, you know, make sure we start fast and, and play better and, and, and get those completions and those that time and the rhythm. And uh, we got to be able to adjust. So nah, man, that's the biggest thing. Just keep, keep going and keep growing, keep grinding and uh, keep working hard for it. Sean, I know obviously you can't replace Chubb, but what have you seen from Jerome and just your confidence in him that um, he can add to this running game? Uh, I mean, I think Jerome is very confident. I think he's very smart. He's picked up the system and the, the protection-wise, especially right. on third down, very well. And he knows exactly what you know we want for that running back position. And then you know bringing back Kareem is going to be helpful. He was there last year with him. So, but Jerome has been a guy that he's been watching Nick from. Not from a distance, right behind him. I mean, everything Nick do, he try to assimilate and, and do it in his own way. And I think that's been very, very helpful for him. And, um, you know, he's going to be a big part of this offense. What do you think that Kareem is going to bring to you guys, not only in terms of just like another weapon for you out of the backfield, but from a morale boost and just he's like energetic on the sidelines and you know, kind of helping you keep guys up? Yeah, I think you hit it right right on the spot is the energy, the the. Aura, he just oozes out for this team and his organization. 
And um, I think he, he's decided to be back on, on the field. He's decided to be back in this locker room. He's, he's decided to be in, in front of his home crowd. So, uh, you know, I think he's, you know, looking forward to that. You know, I think the biggest thing for him is just to come in and, you know, just be Kareem. And um, that's all we ask him to do. Nothing special, nothing, you know, trying to make up for space for Chubb or anything like that because that's a big void to, to try to make up. Just be you and uh, let everything flow together. Deshaun, you, you, you've played this team a lot over your career. That defensive line, how you know what makes it special? I mean, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, the just the movement. I mean, starting up front with, with Simmons. I mean, he's a all-pro player. And then you got uh, you know you got Key and got all those Archery and all those other guys. Um, it's Howard. I'm not saying it right. Excuse me if I'm Landry, uh, 58. I mean, he's another guy. Um, I mean, all those guys are just disruptive and very fast, very active. Um, understands what Vrabel is asking them to do, and you got to respect them. And, um, you know, it's definitely going to be a good challenge for us. And, um, you know, we're excited to compete with them. And, um, you know, you got to give them credit for what they've been doing. Sean, tough week with uh, losing to the Steelers and then obviously losing to Chuck for the year. As a captain of this team, how do you kind of boost the guys up? How do you recover from something like this? Get them around back. Uh, I mean, you can't cover from an injury like that with, with, with Nick. I mean, that's that's tough. You know, all we can do is just, you know, continue to just try to move forward, and that person got to step up. Um, but, you know, that's always going to be in the back of our, our heads and our minds, the, the things that, you know, if Chubb was here and the things that he would say and the, the work ethic that he would put in. So, um, you know, you can't replace that. But at the same time, you know, this is the NFL. you got to continue to move forward. And, the next person with the opportunity got to step up, and I think we, uh, you know, we're going to bounce back from that. You cited those bounce backs from earlier in your career. Does that help you maintain your confidence and give you optimism that for the, you know, rest of the season? I'm always have confidence. I mean, that's just the person I am. And then, you know, having the teammates in this locker room just telling me every day who I, you know, the player I am, and, and just boosting my confidence too as I boost theirs and. Uh, we're just in it together. So, you know, that me losing confidence is not something that I'm going to do. I'm going to continue to work and continue to compete and, um, you know, just try to get better as, as best as I can. Deshaun, uh, Minka Fitzpatrick is taking a lot of heat for that hit on, on Nick Chubb. If you saw it, I mean, what can you say about that hit? Did you think it was an okay? Um, I mean, it's, it, I, 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 I was live there. I didn't want to watch it. Even when we watched the tape, we didn't even watch the play. So I can't speak on what happened exactly. I was on the opposite side, and I didn't even know Nick was hurt until I jogged back over and I seen him on the ground. So, I, I mean, I, I'm not even sure about that, honestly. Did everybody turn their head and show it? Oh, yeah, for sure. And like, like I said, like as quarterbacks, when we watched the tape, we knew the play, and we just skipped it. We, we didn't even want to watch it. To wrap up the day in the locker room, the last player to go was the All-Pro guard, Joel Petonio. He talked to the media about how he is helping coach up young tackle Jed Wills and how talented this Titans defensive line is. I know you never completely get over, you know, loss of a teammate like, like Nick, but, you know, you've had a couple of days and everything to process. I mean, how's, how, have, how do you guys... Yeah, I think, I mean, every human being, you know, football or not, like, goes through a grieving process seeing a guy, you know, we did it with Jack, seeing a guy with, like, um, Nick go down like that, it, it was, you know, a brutal injury, so it was one of those ones that, you know, you took Tuesday and, and really thought back and sat about, you know, 
thought about it and just kind of sat down and you come in Wednesday and you realize like we have a job to do now and he'd want us to do our job so it was it was big of us to to really try and you know obviously we're doing this stuff for Nick you know we know he'd want us to go out there and work and practice and do all those things so um, it's really easy to, to turn that page in that sense but he's always in the back of your mind because um, the type of person he is. Did you talk to him, Joel, since he's um, I did text him, and I saw him today, actually, and he was he was in the building, so I got to see him um, just for a quick, brief interaction. Um, and, you know, it's it, he's on crutches, you know, and stuff, so it's it, it's tough, but I just told him, you know, we love him and, and we're thinking about him. If he needs anything, let me know. Um, it's really all I could do in those situations because it's, it's obviously a long process for him. Joel, how close, I'm sorry, how close can the running game look to what it should be even without 24? Yeah, you can't replace 24, but um, I have a lot of faith in Ford and, and Pierre, and, and we brought Kareem back. Um, you know, Deshaun does a lot, a lot of running as well. So there's some aspects that we can we can add into it and, and do things. And, um, you know, he's a great player, but I, I think you saw Ford, the explosiveness that he has. You see Kareem, um, he seems like he's come back in great shape and he's ready to run and, and work. So I, I think we have pieces that we can try and put together a puzzle that can look similar to what we, we did with uh, Nick. Does it feel like just more pressure and responsibility for everybody else now without Nick, right? The coaches, like the play calls probably have to be better. You guys, he's not going to save the offensive line if you miss a block, you know, things like that? Yeah, I mean, everybody needs to step up, you know. Um, football, the worst part about it, you know, injuries. And so you have a guy go down like that, we're, we're trying to, to, to pick up that slack. but. You don't want to do too much. Sometimes you catch yourself doing too much and you don't do enough. You know what I mean? You get, you get a little out of control. So for us, a lot of it's doing your job um, to your best ability. And we have the right guys back there that can make the plays for us. Joel, Deshaun was saying that one of the problems so far has been just kind of not being on the same page with everybody. Coaches, line, receivers, etc. Is that kind of normal at the beginning of the year, especially given that you guys had to you know, replace your right tackle, had some other changes, guys out during training camp, etc.? Yeah, it's, um, it's part of the process of of, you know, getting the right offense, you know, out there. Um, you lose you lose a guy like Jack, who's, you know, very good at communicating, really understands his job. You bring a rookie in who's, who's you know, fighting his butt off and doing everything he can and learning the playbook, but Jack brings eight years of experience, you know, the position. So that's that's one guy, and then you see Nick go down. And, um, you know, I think last game there was just a little bit of – we panicked a little bit. You know, you throw a pick early, and, and you know, you, you – press on the on the gate at one point you know I'm looking at the clock I'm like we're winning this game and it feels like we're not you know what I mean and, and so there was just a little bit of panic and I think I think we learned from that I think everybody comes in and it takes a deep breath and realize like hey our defense is playing really well right now like gives us a chance on offense to, to figure out what we need to figure out and um and do what we need to do Simmons I mean what I mean is he one of the more disruptive linemen you, you guys have faced this year yeah very good I mean I feel like now every every week I'm like <laughs> where are these three techs coming from you know what I mean like they're everywhere it used to be the DN and now the three techs are taking over but uh no their whole line is is really good but he leads the way Autry comes in and plays and and three technique um they move around they have a lot of games uh but he does a lot of good things I mean he gets to run he gets the pass he's physical they uh, they do a lot of good things, and we we got to have you know our A game to compete with their their front. I think it's the strength of their team for sure. Joel, do you see a whole Steelers in their defensive scheme? Yeah, yeah. Uh, the first three weeks for us, I mean, base defense has been semi similar. You know, a lot of them run the three down with two outside linebackers. Um, you know, three twenty five. They run a little bit more jam um, than the Steelers maybe, but but it's it's a lot of similarities. And then when they get into their their pass rush group. 
Uh, they run a lot of games. They have a lot of movements. Um, but yeah, some similarities for sure. With him, look like and I was watching. He goes back and forth from your side to Wyatt. Yes. Is there any rhyme or reason to that? No. Uh, I think they wanted to play the three technique and base. You know what I mean. So sometimes he has to the flip sides. But in sub, I think they they move around. I think that's one of their. Uh, positive things too is they're so versatile. Like I said, Autry can play inside or out. He can play. I mean, even last game he was like standing up on the center a couple times. He, he can stand up over the guard. He's gone out to the edge in like four minute situations and played the big end. So they just have so much versatility. They can kind of move guys around and, and it helps them. So you can't really key on on one guy. We got to see how fast Durham was on that long run against you know Monday night. Yeah. Is that something that you've seen in practice over the last couple of years? I knew he was fast, but I hadn't ever seen him like break away like that in a yeah. game situation. So he was he was moving, um, he was fine, and it was uh, it was impressive to see. Like I knew speed was one of his like high attributes, but um, but no, it was cool to see him break away, and hopefully get a few more of those. The similarity between something like you just mentioned help in the process creation between weeks. Yeah, yeah. When you go from a three down to a four down, you know we pretty much went against a four down all training camp when we were playing against our defense um but especially in our division like pittsburgh ravens cincinnati they all run kind of similar base defenses so it helps uh helps when you stay in the same kind of ballpark is there, any, go ahead. Is there anything you can or do say to jed after playing like yeah it's tough um but you, but you talk to him and, and and you say you know obviously he like lost the count or something like that it wasn't like he yeah, be clean in that sense. It was just a little bit late off the ball. Um, against those two guys, you can't be, you know, late off the ball. Um, but I tell him to keep his head up. I'm like, we have a long season. We have, a, you know, even in the game, it's like, it's like we have a chance to go down there and win. And and, and uh, the thing about him is he cares so much. You know, it hurt him. You know what I mean? Like he cares. He wants to win. Um, and so, it definitely mattered to him. But I think for him, it's like, hey, we got 15 more of these games. Like. Like, we're not going to let that happen again, and, and we're going to go and, and, and improve from it. Um, but it's like everybody else. Like, we all just want to be a little bit better so we can, you know, pull those wins out. Is it just a reminder that every play matters, right? That it can't be, you know, you, you get off the ball late one time and it winds up yeah. in the game. Yeah, no, I mean, I think that's football. You look back on most games, and most games are decided by, like, I mean, in that sense, one play. But a lot of times it's, like, five to eight plays a game, and you don't know what plays those are. So you always have to be, you know, locked in. To help with it, I mean, kind of off of that, that it's a shorter, shortish week. I mean, kind of like last year when you guys, you know, similar situation coming off a of week two loss. I mean, yeah, yeah, no, we're back at it. You know, we uh, had one less day to, to think about it, so we're back in here working. It's already Thursday, and um, you know, I think the guys have a, a good mindset this week, though. We, we understood what happened, um, but we're going to learn from that, and we're, we're moving on to Tennessee, and, and we know we have a big challenge for them. If you think about it too much, like you're going to let it turn into, you know, more than one loss. Next up, it was the coordinators who had their turn to talk. And first up was special teams coordinator Bubba Ventrone. He talked about the success of kicker Dustin Hopkins and how the team's going to replace Jerome Ford at kicker turner now that he's the starting running back. You know, how I felt his judgment was, was really good. It was a little bit uncharacteristic of him in the game, I would say. Uh, the, on the last one, well, the second to last one, he lost it in the in the lights. You know, kind of came down a little funky at the end, and he did a good job of you know avoiding it and avoiding a muff. Um, so obviously it was super close. That's why I think he you know retreated fast to you know get back to to the ball. But yeah, I think that um, he'll just continue to work and rep and get as many catches as he can. So I'm confident in him that he'll make it right. 
characteristic night for you guys all around? Because obviously there was that play and, and Mike had the penalty and just some things like that. Yeah, I think that, you know, Mike's penalty is unfortunate. I mean, if you go back and watch the replay, and I saw the replay standing on the sideline, um, they show him up close and he's engaged in the block with the blocker as simultaneously as Austin, Calvin Austin's uh, signaling for the fair catch. He doesn't see the fair catch. And you could see when Mike contacted him, he was a little unsure. Um, that happens at times. And, and honestly, he played, Mike played well in the game. Things are going to happen in games like that. So it's something that, you know, it was unfortunate for us. We got a 15-yard penalty out of it. Um, but, you know, I, the, the thing for that is I would just say just encourage him to keep playing hard and aggressive, and we can live with some of those, you know, mishaps at times. No, nah, he was engaged with the blocker. Didn't see the fair catch. No. Well, I know it was a fifty-three yard kick by uh, Dustin Hopkins. I mean, he's historically not done great beyond the fifty, but you must have total confidence that he could. Of course, yeah. He, I mean, he's shown it in practice reps. He, he obviously executed it well in the game. I mean, he hit that ball. I said that was probably the best. Made a joke yesterday. That was the best field goal I've ever coached like I like I actually kicked it right no but under my watch that's probably the best kick I've seen like as a coach so I mean did you I'm saying as far as the at the kick itself overall I mean he hit it from 55 yards it looked like it could have been good from 65 hit the back of the net right down the middle good rotation elevation I mean everything was executed well on the kick so credit to him and our uh snapper and holder that he's been here have you you know had any words of wisdom for him about those long kind of kicks or did you identify something or, or see anything? no I think you know he really hits every ball the same so I think that that's that's a that's a, an important thing um, not trying to gear up on a long ball he's got you know clearly enough leg strength to do so so just trying to keep everything consistent and similar to you know if you were hitting a PAT or a short field goal what is this, uh, Return game. Tennessee overall, their core group, they're a they're a physical group. They've they've uh, they played a, a rookie back there, Jackson, from Georgia, receiver number five. He's uh, he's got a good skill set. He's a smooth runner, uh, good in and out of the cut. He's got good good speed. He's quick. So you know, I'm familiar with this team. Played against them for the last handful of years in in Indianapolis. So they're familiar with my schemes and things like that too. I think when you saw the Patriots block that field goal with the guy running down the line. Great execution. Great execution to time that up. Um, you know, Denver actually attempted something similar to that versus us back in 19. And a lot of times I think teams do that as almost like a distraction, you know. But, you know, credit to Schooler for timing it up. The film study, obviously, you're, you're studying the operation. You know, it's whenever you go on, like, double cadence – Right, that you could throw some of that off. So I think that that'll be the the thing that'll end up happening with you know field goal operations. You saw we were able to draw Pittsburgh offsides, you know, in that game, which ended up being a positive for us. We ended up going for two. So how do you prevent that? What's that edge guy got to do there? I mean, he's got a couple of assignments, right? He's got to keep an eye on him and as well the guy off of his shoulder. Yeah, I think emphasis is on playing your technique. You know, not getting you know, I would say distracted into, you know, trying to lunge out into your technique. Because as soon as that 
as soon as that wing lunges out, now it becomes available. Is the, the the next gap inside. So just play your technique, and you really you know emphasis on timing up your punch to the uh, to the perimeter. You know, timing up your punch and locating your punch. Easier said than done, but you know. So. The distraction part of it, the, the kicker missed the next one, you know, and they kind of tried to do the same thing even though they got it blocked. Is that something that, I don't know, can you practice that? Or is it with your kicker or kind of get him used to that if he sees yeah, that? Yeah, you can. I mean, you're always going to try to have some type of distraction, whether it's movement or, you know, something that's not, that you don't see often. You know, I think that that was, that's something that, you know, I'm sure us and other teams will start to implement into their, into their practice routine. Said that it was going to be an emotional game for yourself being from Pittsburgh and all, and knowing the rivalry. And that game was so tight that how, how do you, you know, one special teams play could change the game. I mean, what was that like for you in the second half and fourth? Yeah, game? I mean, the the crowd was really the crowd was into it. Um, it was loud. You know, the the communication uh, was difficult at times because it was loud there. Uh, you know. Unfortunately, we didn't make as many plays as I had hoped. Uh, we're hoping to, you know, make more moving forward. Just got to execute better, you know, got to execute. Comes down to execution. We didn't execute on a few plays. Would like to definitely have a few of those back. Um, but the guys understand that it's a week to week, you know, game to game season that, you know, this is the next most important game because it's the next game against Tennessee. So try to apply the corrections to the to the practice and then carry it over into the game. What do you think the mindset is coming off of a you know, crushing loss like that and also losing Nick Chubb? You know, what as, as coaches and you know, what do you guys have to do this week to kind of get these guys back feeling great about heading into this game? Yeah, I think Kevin had a great message for both the staff and the players yesterday as far as our mentality right now, right? You lose you know, a really, really good football player, like an important football player to our team. But it's like, what would Nick want us to do right now, right? Nick would want everyone to say, get to work. <laughs> Go back to work and figure out a way to beat Tennessee. So, I mean, feel bad for him. He's a great player, great person, great teammate. Um, obviously, hopefully he's a, he is a fast recovery. We're excited that, you know, we were able to sign you know, Kareem back, and then Jerome's going to have a bigger role, obviously, moving forward. So, you know, our team is going to stick together, and we're going to fight and try to play as best complementary football as we can in all three phases of the game. You use Kareem on special teams, and are you looking forward to doing that? He's done some kick returner stuff in the past, as far as at least in a practice setting, I know. Um, so haven't really got into anything besides that type of role for him. No, but whenever he took down the whenever he took whenever he went down the sideline on that run, I, I turned to someone and said, I saw that on that highlight film. <laughs> like I knew that I like I don't know if anyone else knew that he could roll like that, but that was fun to watch and you know, credit to him and his hard work for taking advantage of an opportunity and Hopefully he can produce even more for our team. Offensive coordinator Alex Van Pelt talked next, and he talked about how Kareem Hunt can help this offense and how he thought rookie tackle Dewan Jones played against T.J. Watt. I don't think significantly is the, is the case. 
Um, you know, obviously it's a huge loss, uh, you know, for us as a team, not just the, the player, but the person and the, and the leader in the locker room. It's, it's rough. Um, but that's life in the NFL. We, you know, obviously there's a, those are huge shoes to fill, and we just got to find a bunch of different feet to fill them. Part of the reason the offense is struggling uh, passing game is because people are not on the same page. What do you make of that, considering y'all have the whole offseason together? Yeah, I don't know if that's the case. You know, obviously that's how he feels about that. But I, th- you know, I think we're we're doing good things. We're just we're close. You know, a couple uh, plays here or there. I think we're, we're we'll be better. Um, not a hundred percent synced up right now, and it's second game of the year. So we continue to continue to grow, grow together. Um, and I, th- I think that's where we've we got to stay positive and keep moving forward. I mean, we're doing a lot of good things offensively, and we're not clicking 100% yet. So I feel good about you know, the direction we're heading, and I see it all coming together uh, you know, as we move forward. It's like any other season. It, you know, you Very rarely teams start off and, and get hot and stay hot the whole year. So it's finding your way through um, and, j- and just continue to grow together. Jerome tried to fill those shoes. How do you think he did on Monday night, and what's your confidence level in him going forward? He's got a lot of confidence in him. Obviously, the huge play. He's got that ability to break away uh, and run away from guys. You know, he's got really good vision. You know, exceptional feet. Um, I think he can. He'll, he'll he'll be part of those shoes. You know, he'll he'll at least go on one of those shoes. Um, but I was really proud of the way he played. Made some big plays for us in the pass game uh, and the run game, and is also really sharp and on top of protections on third down. So pleased with him. There was times when. Uh, to me anyway, it was like Deshaun Watson was uncomfortable in the pocket trying to set up. Do you agree with that, or, or is that off? Well, I know we, you know, we we had some some instances where he had some guys in his face early, um, and that'll make you uncomfortable. Yeah, but I don't see that. He's always been known for his accuracy. I think he's over seventy percent his last year. You know, now he's under seventy. <coughs> what do you Do you do you see something there? That- if I saw something, I would have fixed it. You know, so I don't see anything. I just I, we're just getting into our groove right now. I'm not concerned about it. A lot of plays. Yeah, depending on down a distance structure, their 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 defense, uh, especially in some of the longer down a distances, that's where you know the, the ball needed to go. That was the area we tried to attack. You know, in his first start. Good. I mean, that's big. Big lights were on him. You know, uh, obviously the matchup was was big. Uh, we helped him in a lot of ways, protectionally. But at times when he had to go one on one, I thought he did a really nice job. Um, he's continued to get better each week. You know, he needs to make some strides in the run game. But other than that, I thought he protected well when he had his one on one opportunities. Jerome, how have you seen his Yeah, success, success breeds that. You know, he did a lot of great things as a kick returner last year, and that carried over uh, this season into the run game. So as he gets better and gets more comfortable in his role, um, I think he'll just continue to excel. Do you think you guys can be uh, okay and get better as the season goes along? And do you think some of the woes from um, Monday night had to do with the fact that you had to give Duan the chipping help? Um, you know, we knew that was a tough matchup. Regardless, we you know we talked about the edges being important that week. It was just a, you know I thought he played played well for the most part. Got stuck on that last one, the sack fumble. Um, you know just the cadence and the, and the atmosphere got him didn't get off on time on the snap. But um, you know it, it was a big challenge for Jed. Thought he played again admirably for the most part. Just had the the one glaring one there at the end. But um, you know Jed's Jed's always shown up for us. He's played left tackle for us every time he's healthy for the last four years. So he'll continue to get better. All offseason, we heard about how we're going to use Elijah Moore in different ways and get him involved in 
pretty much every aspect of this mm -hmm. offense. We haven't seen it to this point. Are you guys planning on breaking him out a little bit to kind of jumpstart this offense at all? Or? Well, again, he's one of those shoes, one of those feet that fills the shoes for Nick, so we'll find more ways to get everybody involved. Um, talk to you, Sean. Like, where do you think his confidence level is? Do you, have you seen it wane at all? And then what are the positives you see um, from him through the first two games? Uh, a lot of great things he does with his legs. He made plays in that game alone just to get to, to, to escape pressure and escape some of the stuff that you know nobody else is going to make. Very few people can make those plays. Um, and I know, I know uh, the sky's falling. I don't see it that way at all. Um, I don't think he'll ever lose his confidence. He's a tremendous player. We have all the confidence in the world of him. Uh, again, I think we're doing a lot of nice things offensively. Um, we're just not all the way together yet, and that's part of the you know the growing pains at the beginning of the season. No, not at all. No, everybody's under the same gun in practice. It's not the game speed, so everybody has the same issues. But no, it's not a, not an issue. Does it start with Simmons? It starts up front for sure. You know, the the the, the front seven is is talented, especially the, the defensive line. Those guys are, are big, strong, powerful guys, and uh, they, they create problems. We, we addressed that already. It's going to be a battle of the trenches, uh, and that's where their defense starts is up front. Jim spent time there, obviously. Like, how much do you see similarities between certain things that maybe they try to do with what your guys do? A little bit, a little bit. Not, not a ton, uh, but there is some carryover in some of the scheme. You know, obviously Nick is such a loss. Like from a coaching staff, um, like what's the, the, missing the comfort level that he has, right? Like I'm sure on third and one you guys say, okay, just hand it to Nick. Like is that something you guys will have to get past without him? Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, he's our, he's our bell cow, you know, and he was on his way to who knows what, you know, the way he came out and started. Um, yeah, we definitely have to. We've got to find different people uh, to, to fill that role, and scheme might change based on situation like that. Um, but that's the NFL. You know, adjust and adapt. You know, he won't be the only guy we'll lose on the offense this year. So it'll happen again at some point. Knock on wood, it doesn't. But that's the way it was in the NFL. So, you know. What was it, though, to get uh, Kareem, who you obviously know well and knows your system? I mean, that's got to be. Positive, Absolutely, yeah. Getting Kareem back is, you know, is, you know, good for us. Guy, guy played hard for us here for three years, obviously, and, and did a lot of good things. So, his familiarity with the system accelerates his ability to, to help us immediately. Defensive coordinator Jim Schwartz was the last one to talk today, and he talked about how nice it was to see the defense bounce back after the big play they gave up against the Steelers, and how tough running back Derrick Henry is to tackle. Um, before I start, I, I just want to publicly um, acknowledge and thank um, the Titans organization, Mike Vrabel, uh, Ms. Amy, and uh, J-Rob for the last two years with their organizations. A lot of you guys know I was in a tough spot a couple years ago. I had to step away from the game. My uh, thyroid had gone berserk, and I needed a bunch of different operations and procedures. And, um, um, you know, Mike Vrabel called me, it seemed like, every week for about four months. And he never once talked about football. He just always just asked me how I was doing and, and everything else. And, um, you know, I started feeling a little bit better, got my vision back and a bunch of different things. And um, he invited me to start, you know, just like one day a week. 
and one day turned into two and turned into three. And, uh, and Vrabes never once, um, you know, ne never once made it anything about other than do what, you, do what you feel that you can do. And pretty soon, about six months later, I was pretty much back to normal and pretty much working uh, normal hours. But it was really an honor to uh, be back in that organization. It was an honor to work with guys in the staff. I think I have some lifelong friends on that staff. And I'm, I'm greatly indebted to Vrabes for, um, for what he did and um, for helping me out. I just hope that uh, I gave as much as I received in those two years. So it'll be good to look – it'll be good to see those guys, you know, a, a, a son of Northeast Ohio coming back home to play a game. Um, and I figured the best way I can honor them is to play really good defense on Sunday. Makes him such an effective coach and, and allows him to get the best out of guys like he does. Yeah, you know he's a former player, but that you know that, that that's not the whole story. He's um, he's very consistent in his message. He has a philosophy. He sticks through it. Um, you know he um, you know doesn't waver when it comes to you know the the winds of the NFL. I guess you'd say. You know, the wind starts blowing one way. He doesn't change direction and go another way. And uh, I think that's probably the, the biggest thing. He's an excellent leader. He's a fantastic game manager. I learned I learned a, really, a, a lot from Braves when it came to dealing with the team and, you know, in game management. No matter how many years you've been in the league, this is 31 for me, there's always something that you can pick up and learn from somebody else. And, um, you know, every day I seem to – pick up something that's like, you know what, he did that a different way than I've done it in the past, and, you know, maybe that's a better way. So, um, yeah, I, I think the, the biggest thing is, you know, he, he, he sticks to his guns. He's unwavering. You know, they lose a game. He doesn't um, doesn't change course, and, and that's valuable in the NFL. No. No, I had respect for him as a player, and then knew him a little bit, um, you know, a little bit. But, you know, my kids were in school in Nashville, and I was back in Nashville. And, um, you know, I'd see his wife, Jen, walking the dog, and, you know, we lived in close to the same neighborhood. And, um, you know, so in the off season and stuff, we would, you know, run into each other at times. No. Oh, no, no. He had, he had you know, you know, he had touch base once or twice a year before that. But, you know, when when the news came out that I had to step away, you know, it was it wasn't anything other than, you know, how you doing? And then, you know, hey, look, come back, have a little fun, you know, and um, you can contribute. And, you know, like I said, I think I was a I was a good mentor, helped the young coaches out and uh, knew my role. And like I said before, Tony, I just I hope I I, I gave as much as I received. Your two years there, you got you know, Tammy up pretty well. What makes what what does well? What he maybe he take advantage of? So how is that going to help you on Sunday? Well, I mean, and I, I think you know when personnel helps a little bit. They've they've turned over a lot of personnel, but you know whether it's Ryan or Derek Henry, um, you know all those guys. Um, you know you 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 have a good idea of what guys do well and and what they don't. Um, I don't know it's a whole lot different than just film study because Ryan's been in the league for so long, um, Jeff, and uh, he has such a track record, not just with the Titans, but Miami before that. So um, he has a lot of tape on him. Um, you know, Derek has been around a lot, and, you know, it's going to be, it's gonna be um, you know, a, a tough challenge stopping those guys on Sunday. Do you have four new starters 
on the offensive line? Is that where it starts for you, for your game plan? Well, I think, you know, when you're built the way we are, um, you know, up front is is what drives our defense. We expect those guys to be the engine of our defense. And, um, you know, and I think we're, I think, um, you know, we, we have, just in general, we have guys that are tough matchups, not not necessarily against the Titans, but just in general. And we tend to, we you know, we try to emphasize that. And, um, you know, so I, I think that, you know, it starts from there. I think you've seen the way teams have played us the first two weeks. They they don't want to hold the ball very long and, um, you know, try to do a lot to combat what we do on defense. Um, you know, so I'm sure they'll do the same thing. You know, they, they, they know who they know who our players are. They know, you know, what they're capable of doing. So they'll have a plan, um, you know, but I think just like you saw on Monday night, you know, sort of like you go back to Cincinnati and we had miles on the center and he got a flush and we got the sack and um, came back last week and they had a different plan for it. And we had anticipated it, but they weren't going to leave um, miles one on one in the center. So they doubled back, which left Sione free. And Sione was able to get the sack. And, um, you know, I think we have a lot of complementary parts that way that, um, you know, that we can use. And, you know, too much, you devote too much attention to one guy. We have a lot of ways to, you know, sort of make you pay in another way. So um, D-line's very important to us. But, you know, they're going to they're gonna have, you know, not just rushing the passer this week. You know, number 22 is coming to town and, um, you know, we we need him on um, Highway 90. We don't need him on Highway 71, if you know what I mean, right? No north-south. We need him east-west. You know, we we need him. We you know we need him. We need him going sideways, and the D line's going to have a lot to do with that and uh, getting penetration and keeping him from coming downhill on us because, you know, Jeff, you talk about having firsthand knowledge. I I've seen that firsthand. You know, I've played against. Um, playing against Derek before, but then also seeing how people try to take him out of game plan and definition of a great player is, you know, even when teams start their game plan with you, you still have a way to be effective. And I think Derek falls into that category. He's a guy that, you know, you can stop nine times in a row and the 10th time he can go 90 yards for a touchdown. So we're going to have to play excellent team defense. We're going to tackle well. We're going to have to be physical and we're going to have to get hats to the ball. Tackling Derek Henry isn't a one-on-one thing. It's an 11-on-1 thing, and, um, you know, we have to have that mentality going in. How pleased have you been with your run defense through this first two games? It's two games. I mean, you know, I mean, it's we, – we're off to, a, we're off to a, a solid start. You know, I mean, obviously we had the missed tackle that led to a 21-yard gain in that play. Um, you know, I think, you know, Z makes that play probably nine out of ten times. But, you know, Najee Harris was a good back, and he broke it and, you know, made us pay. But, you know, the consistency of not allowing the people to move the chains with the run game is very important to us. And it also helps set up our rush. If we can make a game one-dimensional, um, you know, then, you know, it can lead to more opportunities to pass rush and things like that. So, um you know, so like, and then, and just just allowing offenses or preventing the offenses from controlling the, the flow of the game and the tempo of the game, all those things are important. And you know, if you want to be known as a physical defense, um, well, you better do a good job stopping the run. And uh, you know, we want to do all those things. Back to Monday night, what was the message to the defense after that big play to Pickens? Uh, 
seemed like it was a really turning point of the game, but you defense seemed to kind of rally up after that. What was the message? Well, you know, we had we had started. I think the first drive interception, interception, punt, fumble recovery, punt, and then a three and out field goal. So we got off to a fast start, and then we had a little bit of a lull. We gave up that touchdown. We gave up a field goal. And um, I think the guys the guys have a lot of pride. And the, the thing with that touchdown is it was, it was just really – it wasn't just one person. We, we didn't execute that defense very well at all. And that's a defense that we generally played really well over the course of training camp, preseason games, and, um, and the regular season so far. So it was disappointing that way. But – you know, those plays are going to happen in the NFL. Hopefully you can limit those as much as the only touchdown we've given up in two games. And our guys have a lot of pride. And, um, you know, we finished the game with punt, 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 punt. And we're able to at least get the ball back for our offense. And, you know, like I said, our job is try to set them up and, and get, the ball, get the ball back for them. So our guys didn't panic. Our guys didn't let one. But, you know, I think – the thing we have to guard against in a game like that and then losing Nick and things like that, one of the things we talked about was just guarding against guys trying to play outside the scheme and do too much. You know, you can you can go get um, you know, get 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 too antsy trying to get trying to make plays. And our message is make the plays to come to you. Don't go outside to make them. And I think in that in that play, we had a lot of guys trying to make a play, and instead of just making the play that came to them. So, um, you know, I'm proud of our guys' ability to bounce back. I'm not proud of that play, but um, you know, we'll we'll bounce back from it. Nick is a blow. Um, you also saw the Titans in 2021 lose Henry for nine games and still go 12 and five. How were they able to do that? Um, yeah, I think it, it's what I said before about uh, Mike Vrabel. You know, he's just, you know, he, he doesn't panic. He stays the course. Um, you know, he's he's very resilient that way. And it, and it, it flowed over to the team, you know. And, um, you know, part of, you know, part of that job of the head coach is to make sure everybody knows, hey, it's going to be okay. We have, a, you know, we have a plan. We have good players behind. Um, Deontay was able to step in and play good um, in his place. And, um, you know, I think, I mean, injuries are just fact of life in the NFL. And no coach points to injuries as the reason that, you know, you don't perform well. No good coaches do, right? You know, it's just, hey, next guy up and let's fill him in. Let's find out what we're good at. Let's find out how we best use those guys. And, you know, whether you're talking about Derrick Henry or Nick or, you know, anybody else, um, you know, that's that's just a standard course of action in the NFL. I don't know. I mean, there's there's tons. When I was in Tennessee way back in, like, 2002, we lost Javon Kersel in the first play of the game, broke his foot. Um, you know, and he was premier pass rusher in the league, and we ended up in the AFC Championship game that year, so... Um, he was able to come back in like 10 weeks, but, you know, we had to survive um, him being down in that game, Jeff. A rookie seventh rounder replaced him in that game, had three sacks. So, you know, when, when you know, you just don't pay lip service to the next man up, you know. Um, you know, I think, I think fans and other people tend to um, be more concerned about injuries than coaches because, you know, our whole thing is, okay, what's next? What do we do? We don't have time to fret about it. You know, you just go to the, to the next guy and move him in and, um, you know, try to be efficient. Make up your red zone defense. 
Haven't yeah, started. we haven't let anybody inside the 30, so uh, not just red zone. Um, obviously, that's not going to continue, but I like where it is right now. You know, um, either 0% or 100%, I don't know the way you'd put it, but, um, you know, the less opportunities. Red zone's tough, you know, and, um, and that's where scores happen. And, um, you know, we've given up a couple field goals, but they've generally been longer field goals, um, which, you know, we've seen, we've seen guys miss. Um, Cincinnati game and stuff like that. So, um, you know, we, we just go and play on the field position that, that we got and hope that we can stop drives. But I think, Tony, that probably plays a little bit into the, the third down. You know, we, we've made it hard to sustain drives so far. So um, when, you, when it's hard to sustain drives and you don't give up a lot of big plays, albeit a 71-yarder, it makes it hard to get down into the red zone. Was that a clean hit by um, Was that a clean hit by Minka Fitzpatrick? And how do you coach your guys regarding you know low hits, high hits, and yeah, I, I glanced at it at the board, and I've haven't watched I haven't watched it since. So you know it's it's football. That's today's from the podium podcast. You can like and subscribe today to the from the podium podcasts wherever you get your podcasts to find more episodes. Be sure to check out the Browns social media platforms, youtube.com slash Browns and the Cleveland Browns mobile app to get all the updates from practice as we continue preparations for the Tennessee Titans on Sunday at one o'clock. I'm Jake Malensic. Thanks so much for listening to the Browns from the podium podcast.